0: Okay, we're now live. Hi, this is Elliot Fishman. It's Thursday, January 5th. This is our first Facebook Live for the new year. Welcome everybody. everyone had a pleasant holiday season. Hope everybody's doing okay. Um, It's a little bit goofy on the weather. On the East Coast, like Baltimore, it's 60 degrees. Two weeks ago it was 4. Uh, Our friends in California and the West Coast are having terrible rain, so we hope everybody is safe out there. So, there's never a a perfect moment for everybody, and our friends in the Ukraine are suffering as well, so we hope things will get better there. Perhaps this idea of having a ceasefire for the Ukrainian holiday, I guess the Ukrainian Christmas this month, uh, maybe that's a start, maybe common sense will be that um, Ukraine's not going to give up. Russia's not going to win, and all we're doing is creating a lot of misery for a lot of people. But um, common sense is uh, often short these days. But hopefully that'll that'll be okay. Um, the talk I wanted to do, and one of the things we're going to do this year, is actually focus at times on some articles that we're a part of. Uh, one of I've mentioned before that we have a speaker series. We do about eight or nine speakers a year that are outside of Hopkins, that are outside of medicine typically, telling us what they do, what they think, and it's really brilliant. Um, We had a few people on AI this year so far. We had someone on uh, speaking about uh, Web 3.0. We've had all sorts of things. Um, And then what happens is with the speaker is we write an article We submit to JACR and uh, sometimes it gets accepted there with corrections and uh, if not, we'll publish it somewhere else. Most of them do get accepted. Uh, JACR is an excellent journal, uh, an impact factor very high, so we love to publish there, but they are very strict, so we do our best. Uh, One of the things we find, of course, is that when you have really good speakers on really interesting topics, it's not hard to write a good article. So let me tell you about mentoring. And I'm gonna share with you three articles that you could read. This is an article we published, um, literally, uh, it's this year, it's published, Clinical Imaging. Uh, this is the impress copy. Getting By With Little Help From Our Friends. Expanding Mentorship for Career Development and Satisfaction. And this article by Tina Wells is this month's, December's JACR. The Art of Personal and Professional Reinvention, Moving Towards Yes. And this article by Steve Rowe, also in jscr In Press 2023, Radiology Education Tw- Training 2022-2032, Are We in Danger of Fighting Yesterday's War? Now each of these j- articles are different, but they do have one theme in common. And that theme in common is that things just, aren't the same. That we accept lots of things because we've done them that way but you gotta think differently. Thank you Steve. You gotta think differently. Now what do I mean by that? Well everyone knows what mentoring is. You give advice, a senior faculty speaks to a junior faculty. Most places did poor mentoring then there were complaints from the junior people that the mentoring was poor and so they created mentoring programs. Most of those mentoring programs are simply to say do you have a mentor yes check a box next okay it's done we have a mentoring program. There's never the question are you happy with your mentoring. Mentoring is not easy. Successful mentoring is rare and excellent mentoring is like Haley's Comet. Now. I can't really tell you how to mentor. I, it's kind of a nebulous thing, but you have some people, John Wooden, the famous coach of UCLA, he was the ideal mentor. He was a short guy teaching Lew Green Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Walton, you name those people, how to play basketball, okay? But he did more than play basketball, he taught them life. and. For all of the people who finished UCLA in over a 10 or 20 year period he was their guiding light. You talk about John Cameron in surgery at Hopkins. Dr. Cameron was chair for over 20 years, still working daily, still mentoring, giving people advice, teaching leadership skills, teaching how to behave, how to move forward, how to succeed, Dr. Cameron was one of those people who could mentor people because he knew what people needed to do and he wanted them to be successful. Dr. Cameron realized that if the people he trained were successful, he would look better. Most people think the other way around, that if I do better and your light shines, my light diminishes. Dr. Cameron knew that if his light would only increase if the people he trained became stellar and he was successful at that. Now in this article, Radiology Training 2022, this 2032, uh, we followed up on an article that was written by Steve Pereira talking about education and the generational thing. That even if he did mentoring, what worked well ten years ago may not work today. Today's people are different. Half the people want to be working from home. How do you mentor somebody who's from home? And in education, you know, we talk about fighting yesterday's war. We go with what worked well yesterday. But the truth is, it's not anyone's fault, but what worked well yesterday may not work well today. That becomes very, very important. Um, it's really critical. It's really, uh, it just is amazing how The time changes everything. Now, in this article, Getting By With Little Help From Our Friends, we spoke about how mentorship typically is a senior person speaking to a junior person. And it's radiology speaking to radiology, surgery to surgery. I will tell you personally, my mentorship came from other departments, Dr. Cameron is a good example, and other people as well as people outside of Hopkins, the Ed Catmills of the world. Those were the people who really showed me what I needed to do and how I needed to do it. And you don't need to have a mentor one person. In some ways, you need to learn from many people different things, how to behave, how to be tolerant, how to lead, how to learn, how to discover. You don't need one person. Maybe you find that miracle person, the Dr. Cameron or John Wooden. Most of us, you need a few people. In this article, we spoke about something that Patrick Collison, head of Stripe, speaks about, is how he had had mentorship of senior people, and he's very grateful for that. But he spoke about a circle of friends. That in that circle of friends, you get mentorship. Now, that's a bit challenging. if you're a bunch of assistant professors, is that the person who can mentor you? They may not know a lot. There's this is conflict, perhaps, of competition. But I think what one thing to think about is somebody in surgery can mentor you and your friends outside of radiology. Many of you have lots of successful friends. Now, they may not know how to present the opening session at RSNA, but they know what it takes to be successful and what you need to be doing. So this idea about mentorship, mentorship does not need to be within your specialty and even within medicine, okay? Well, I'll I'll read you a quote. While mentorship is important in radiology, some have reported on the lack of emphasis of mentoring, particularly in the form of formal programs for med students, residents, fellows, and junior faculty. Again, formal programs are great, perhaps, but I don't know. I think mentoring is hard. I think you need to figure out a way of getting more advice. There's no such thing as too much advice. There, we quote, there was no ideal format, formula or format for mentoring. If there were, it would be like used universally. As it is, there's a wide range of opinions on the effectiveness of standard mentorship models. In some cases, academic departments May offer mentorship to check off a box of expectations. Remember, mentorship is kind of like I interviewed someone a couple of years back about mentoring, and they said, "Oh, they're mentoring this person, this person, this person." And then I looked at those people's CV. They, you know, they really didn't do a lot. And the person told me, "Well, you know, mentoring to me is giving advice, but I don't can't be bothered with the details." I think it's the other way around. If you're mentoring someone, you got to make sure they're doing what you told them to do. Otherwise, it's like telling someone, okay, I'm gonna give you advice on the stock market. Buy low, sell high. Okay, if you can do that, you'll make a lot of money. You'll always be winning. But how do you do that? I don't know. No one, that's the thing. What is it you're doing and how do you do that becomes very, very important. I think also you need to really take control of mentoring and make sure you're happy. Uh, Tina Wells speaks about having a mission having a vision and having inspiration she talked about the same thing about um, what are you passionate about how do you get passion there was also the why and also people may know you well you have friends and she spoke about how she was looking at a job she was going to take and her friends told her you know that job may be a good job but that's not you you're not going to be happy yes it pays a lot of money with a lot of responsibility but that's not your passion and you're going to be unhappy she didn't take the job and she was very pleased that she didn't take that job and it was the advice of others that were outside her field but knew her that became important so mentoring is important because the other thing is this everyone now is giving more focus on work-life harmony and we agree in this era of burnout that harmony is tough but you need to do it i have a this is from tina i have an approach to get things to the finish line inspiration preparation recreation transformation preparation is where it all begins it's where you answer the tough questions see if your idea is feasible next you'll seek inspiration from people who have done it And you'll get clarity on your big idea although sometimes we do not know what the nuts and bolts to get that idea over the finish line then recreation is about fun and play but it's also a time for rest and a time to step back and ask ourselves what is truly important to us which is something we often do not allow ourselves to do lastly transformation is where your idea materializes into reality four steps but you can see that finishing the project is really the last step and it doesn't work unless you have those first three steps it's kind of like writing an article it's one thing to proof an article or write the article to me when i think of something and i have a good idea i research it and i think about it to write the article takes no time I don't even type it most of the time. I either dictate it or write it. I mean, that's old-fashioned. But I've written 1,400 articles, and I am old-fashioned, doing it that way. And I still edit by pen. I know how to use Office. I know how to use Word. But I am really engaged with pen in hand. So there are many ways of doing things. What is the way of doing things for you? That really is the question you need to answer. And this mentoring thing is what's good for you? What makes you happy? What does mentoring look like for you? It's not gonna be perfect. Now, I'm looking at the comments. Um, Verta says hi, and then John says hi, and Lily's added a few of the articles. Um, John John Biakino also made the point that um, Mentoring and leadership often means forcefulness. John was a smoker. And so I'll just tell you that um, John's probably smoked since he was a teenager, tried to quit unsuccessfully. And one day, Dr. Cameron came in and said, I think it's more than 12 years ago, John, but you know better than me. Um, Wanted to ask John something. And I said, John wasn't here. And they said, Where's John? He said, He's out smoking. Dr. Cameron, who's very, very busy, waited in CT until John got back and said, where were you? And John said he was getting a smoke. And Dr. Cameron said, you will stop smoking. It's not good for your health. It's not good for anything. You will stop smoking now. Now that's not a strategy for telling someone to stop smoking. And John stopped smoking at that point, period. Uh, An amazing story, but that's Dr. Cameron. That's mentorship that's, you know, the other thing about a mentor like Dr. Cameron is you look up to him because of what he's done. Um, mentoring is a lot of that. You need good advice, but, you know, if Steve Jobs tells you, Elliot, do this, do that, Ed Campbell tells you, Dr. Cameron tells you, you're going to listen because they've been there and you do believe that what they tell you is for your benefit. And that's a very important thing. So. Maybe read the articles we wrote, think about it. There's lots of articles on mentoring. It's a hot topic these days and for many years. But I think if you ask most people, their mentoring has not done well. And I'll say hello to Carlos, who's in Lima, Peru. Um, and I'll say to all of you, welcome to our new year. I've been recording lectures like crazy. Sarah's been editing, fixing, getting things ready. We have a lot of really good topics for you. Lots of interesting things. Lily and Sarah are working on lots of new things for the uh, for our website and for the way we communicate with you and do all sorts of cool stuff again comments suggestions we'd love to hear them if not let me stop there thank everybody for their attention and see you next time bye guys